Hey guys, what's going on? This is Steve Araujo and Doug Keppen, and we are bass geeks. Super bass geeks. We love bass gear. Um, so this is basically, it is a podcast, and it's a video podcast. So I just had an idea to actually videotape what we are actually talking about. Um, Doug's a very old friend of mine, super incredible bassist. Uh, you've probably seen him featured in quite a number of bass hang videos. Really helps me out. That's right. A lot um, with gear, with playing. Uh, also has helped with videotaping and also kind of you and my other, the other bass hanger, Brad Forbes, yeah. you kind of run the bass hangs Instagram page. Right. So it's very, very helpful. And, and like I said, I couldn't be happier. He's rad. So, uh, so yeah, follow bass hang on Instagram. But again, you podcasters, thank you for tuning in. Uh, kind of before we start, I kind of want to do some business here. Um, there's some companies that really help the bass hang out and have been helping the bass hang kind of since the inception. And I really want to give kind of a shout out and thank you to them. And um, so first off is A Designs Audio, Pete Montesi and A Designs um, has really helped me out with, you know, helping me with gear. We're playing, a, uh, I use a ready for recording quite a bit, so has Doug. Mm -hmm. Also, Doug is playing through the KGB-1 or ITF. It's basically tone filters, a preamp, so that's what he's playing through. Going through a little Mark bass amp and then a form factor cabinet. So, you're hearing Doug playing a 73 jazz bass and we're playing, he's playing through an A-Designs KGB um, preamp. So, again, A-Designs, great stuff. I think you've seen some videos. Um, he also sent me a mic pre called the Ventura, mm -hmm. which I did a video. And actually, I think you shot some video for that. Yeah. So it's awesome. Um, really want to thank Nordstrand, uh, Kerry Nordstrand, with his multiple companies, Nordstrand Guitars, Nordstrand Pickups, and soon coming Nordstrand Audio, um, he, or Nordstrand Amplification. So he has been tremendous and very much a, uh, a help and a supporter of the bass hang. Very supportive. Since yeah. the inception. I mean, yeah. he's been at every bass hang. Absolutely. Since they started. Uh, DR Strings, we cannot say enough Love about them. DR Strings. Um, they have helped out also with a lot of events mm -hmm. um, and have provided us with a lot of strings mm -hmm. and we're providing them with some content and playing examples. So all the basses that you see here and all them that you hear on the bass hang have DR Strings. So we really, really are big fans and um, yeah, that's not exactly suffering. You know, the strings are they're just they're they're great strings. Yeah, I, I love them. And it's nice to be able to try yeah. anywhere from flat wounds to right. their steel to their nickel to new strings that they're coming out with, yeah. like the pure pure blues. That yeah. video's coming. So <laughs> yeah, man, the legends. You know, the legends are the real unique thing. Yeah, you know, they're just they're not the standard flat wound. They're not real bright. They sound broken in from the beginning. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty unusual. So nice to not have to go through that break-in period. Total misconception about flat wounds. People automatically think that they're going to be dead and thuddy. Right. And they're not. From the Diodario Chromes are super bright. Yeah. yeah. Um, Labella. What are the other real popular ones? Well, Labella is probably you know the most. No, GHS has oh. also a pretty popular okay. set. Okay. White flats, I think they're called. People seem to really like those. Cool. Even Rotosound makes flats. Oh, that's right. I think a friend of mine just got some Rotosounds. Yeah. So the misconception is that they're super dead. They're normally bright. Yeah. From the beginning. And the the DR Legends have just this stupid, like, old thud. They're fat. Yeah, fat. They actually sound like, when I got this bass, I did the video, 33-year-old Rotosounds. <laughs> they sounded like that. 
but you know, you don't want to wait 33 years. So again, definitely <laughs> want to thank DR Strings. Um, and then Form Factor, um, like I said, Form Factor has really helped out with cabinets and great stuff. Very audiophile-like, um, almost like having a, a monitor, a studio monitor, a studio mm -hmm. wedge or something for your bass amp. So, and Doug is playing out of that. So that's what you'll hear, uh, the 112 Neo cabinet. Form Factor, and then I want to thank uh, um, Marco Bases also. Uh, we're not playing one today, but Marco Bass has really been another um, just incredible supporter of the bass hang. So, you know, we uh, we endorse and they endorse. So again, A Designs, Nordstrand, DR Strings, Form Factor, and Marco Bases. Thanks, guys. Appreciate everything you do. Super cool. All right, so. Down to business. What are we talking about, Doug? Octaverse. Octave pedals. We're just bass? pedal crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so for the bass specifically. So yeah, octave pedals. So I think we have we have a most of the popular. We have the EBS octave bass. Yeah. Um, we have the the MXR. You just recently got this one. Yeah, that's my new octave bass. The bass octave deluxe. Okay. It's cool. MXR. Yeah, MXR, MXR makes that one. Um, we have the Aguilar Optimizer. Which is incredible too. Yeah, this belongs great. to Howard Olliate, but I believe this was mine and I sold it to him. Yeah. So it's come back around. We're borrowing it. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Which one of these has its own way of uh, dealing with this tone, the tone? Yeah. It's, it, they all sound different. And, and I think I've owned, I owned the Octabase before, mm -hmm. and then I had the Aguilar, and I'm just, I'm just weird with pedals. Yeah. I go through them. Now I'm keeping them. Now I'm like, all right, I got to get them. So um, the latest one I have that I like is the three leaf audio, three leaf audio, Octavre. Octavre. So Tim Lefay, who actually spells his name, or it's Lefay, but it's Lefebvre. Yeah, it's one of those. But uh, Spencer Doran from Three Leaf Audio is just awesome and he's got he's got a pretty awesome um, sense of humor. So I think that that's where the so that's made for Tim LaFay? It's made, yeah. Tim LaFay had a lot to do with this pedal. Cool. A lot of his input. So, it, and we'll hear it. It's, it's modeled after the original Boss OC2. 95% uh -huh. sure mm -hmm. of that, but with a twist, uh, and we'll go through it. Yeah, because Tim LaFay is a big uh, pedal junkie, right? He yes. Does all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so this is the one that's going to be outside the box, I yeah. think. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm real curious to play. No, and it is. It, it's definitely not just your everyday octave pedal. Mm -hmm. It's kind of octave pedal and then some. Very effect-like. Like Tim LaFay. So, octave pedal by Three Leaf Audio. Um, I don't know, how would you pronounce it? <laughs> octave. Octave. It's spelled O-C-T-A-B-V-R-E. Octave. Octave pedal. Three leaf audio. Anyways, yeah. so we got some cool pedals. And um, yeah, so what are we starting with, Doug? Well, EBS. It's okay. Yeah, man. Let's play that one. Let's play the octave, octave bass pedal. So you want to play kind of without anything first, just kind of flat or just like a riff or whatever. I don't care. Riff it. Riff it. Uh, well, let's see. We probably, now octave pedals, they tend to, we'll see. You want to play higher up the fretboard on them. When you're playing real low notes, it gets a little messy. So, okay. um, you know, we can, well, let's just, I'll start down here. Got a little riff in G kind of thing, yeah. low G. So, jump 
jumped up. Yeah. So he gets a lot cleaner when you jump up. That look, everything's fine except for that on this one. I think the G is a little messy. So you would say G is probably the lowest you want to go. Um, Maybe. I actually think the A on this pedal. I was messing with it a little bit earlier. It seems okay. All right, and then so. Oh, okay. It's holding the note. It's holding. But I think when you get down to, you're right, when you get down to the G, it uh -huh. gets indistinct. You can't okay. really, uh, the pitch gets a little weird. You can't quite tell what it is. Okay. Um, and as far as knobs, so we have our normal. What, so that's our unaffected sound, yeah, our that's, normal, that's dry. Yeah, that's the tone. If you turn down the octave, there's a, there's a normal knob mm -hmm. and an octave knob. So okay. if you turn off the octave, so turn off the octave. you just get the sound of the bass. Unaffected. Oh, okay. So then you can sneak in. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Two knobs, two gain knobs. for two. Okay. So let's do 12 o'clock. And then you have a range. Right. So high, mid, and low. Yeah. This is kind of trippy. The literature, you know, I expected that to be frequencies. But it's not really how it works or what it is. They, in fact, they even say the high position is uh, best for non-bass instruments. Good for guitar, it's good for piccolo, bass, and other instruments. It's, I mean, it still works, and okay. it sounds good, but it just kind of uh, features the higher frequencies. And that's what we were just playing. Is that was that yep, sound that high? was on high. Okay, so that's this. So that's basically normal, 12 o'clock, octave, 2 o'clock. Okay. Is that... Like sure. for you generally, how do you usually, or well, have you, not my pedal, that's not your pedal, so I, okay, it's a loner. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, okay. So you have to kind of play with it and see what works best for you, but that sounds, you know, like a nice blend to me, it just depends what you want. Cool, so let, go ahead and keep playing, then I'll go to the mid. Mid. Sounds beefy. Better. <laughs> it sounds better. I like that sound better. The classic octave divider, octave divider. That's, is the mid? Yeah, that's okay. what they say. You know, I guess when they first designed the uh -huh. first pedal, this is what it did. And now it's a little more flexible. They got to you know switch for highs and lows as well. I actually, I like that mid. I'm glad we started with the high because yeah. it's just getting better. Yeah, exactly. It's So this is my, this is why pedals kind of freak me out yeah. in life situations because they kind of suck your tone. Yeah. It almost sounds like they, what we're talking about here, they're kind of sucking the mid out. So you almost feel like you're getting lost. So you need mm -hmm. that. I don't know. It's got to get put back in. But do you find that too when you're, you know, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. Steve, I haven't, I've kind of avoided pedals, honestly, for that okay. reason, because you get your sound all dialed in. If you're playing a lot live, every room's a little different. It's already oh, yeah. kind of a nightmare. <laughs> it's already, it's already like 50-50 if you're going to have good tone or not, exactly. or, and, or you're going to have to just be trustful on your own, like, I know what I'm doing, Yeah. disregard the sound, I'm rocking. Yeah. I'm solid. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, this isn't, we're not talking about big stages with yeah. uh, huge sound no. systems and guys making sure everything sounds good up front. We're... We're regular guys playing local clubs. Got it. So yeah, yeah. So you don't know what you're gonna get, and so you, you know, like you mm -hmm. say, okay, maybe you get a decent sound in a room, and then you kick the pedal in, and 
all of a sudden you're like, where? Okay, I can't. Tone suck. Yeah, and now I'm goes. buried under the keyboard player or the guitar player, and okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, that can be an issue, but that you know, this is I suppose mm -hmm. this gives you a little bit of an option. Yeah, you, you know, if you need the highs boosted a little, at least you can get all those mids and bass frequencies sort of out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So they're not buried. I mean, uh, that's cool. Yeah, keep playing. Okay, so that was the mid. Initially, I kind of like the mid. Yeah, I think I so too. I kind of dig the mid. I think that's the, that's the juice in this pedal. Yeah, let's try it with just the octave. Okay. No norm. No uh, no direct signal. Yeah. How's that? So I'm playing a 12th fret G on the G string. Mm -hmm. OC2. Next yeah. time. Oh well. Well, that is, I think, if I remember right, I saw a video with Yannick Wisdala. Mm -hmm. He had like a dozen of them because he's been collecting them because they don't make them anymore or something. The they? Japanese ones are really oh, collectible. The black label some weird thing. So yeah, they make them, but the new, the older ones are supposed to be sought after. So yeah. yeah. So okay, maybe that's the one that I don't know is the legend. Yeah. So okay. Well, that's cool. So that's the EBS Octabase. Yeah. I dig it. I like it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's substantial. It's, you know, uh -huh. it's built like it's going to take some, you know, oh, abuse. Yeah. Those this, uh, EBS cases are definitely beefy. And I like the connectors. They're like the beefy connectors and the switch, too. I mean, it really does feel like it's going to take some abuse. So. Can we, this will be interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so set it back to a normal setting and maybe put it on the middle. Yep. And then one of the things that like I just recently got the MXR Bass Octave Deluxe mm -hmm. and never having had an octave pedal, believe it or not, in oh. all these years. <laughs> okay. This is your first your first one. Okay. Yeah. There were some things I didn't really um, expect and I don't think it's critical to the to the thing, but mm -hmm. you can't really do like chords or double stops. You know, it just it's it's, it's sort of too much sort it's of monophonic. Yeah. Like mono, not polyphonic. Okay. It gets very muddy. Mm -hmm. 
that's the, just a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. It's just a big slab of just you know hoopla. Nothing in the face with so sound. Do it again with just the just the. <laughs> yeah. Just the bass. Just the. That's octave. just the octave. Yeah. 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 Probably not meant to. Kind of mess. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, if you want that effect, I guess. But okay. You, you might. Yeah. It's you know. Hey, it's a sound. Tim LaFay yeah. would. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Totally yeah. In that pedal. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll figure that. Okay. So then, um, Swiss made true bypass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Anything. Then, well, the other thing that I wanted to mention, I mean, I just thought we tried this as we tried the other pedals. Yeah. Is, um, also, um, any you can't really hold a long note for sustain. Okay. Because once it starts to die, it starts breaking up, which probably isn't a really, it's probably not a good note to, because it's right in the middle of the fretboard. It's holding it really nicely. Pretty good, actually. It's up to a high note. Bad. Hey, we take that back. <laughs> Wait, it does have gnarly rad sustain. Huh? When I was playing, there, it is. there we go. Yeah, the little glitch. Probably can't hear that. Yeah. Okay. And huh? Maybe, interesting. So yeah, maybe the strings are newer, or the bass just resonates better. But any note that doesn't really carry, like a dead note. Yeah. Which I, I I'm stupid, and I'm I rarely hear them. I don't know why. I can't. But you definitely you have, and you've pointed them out. But yeah. I think like a dead note would probably yeah they break up. Okay. I mean it's not gonna. It's only yeah. you need to really hold that note, sustain that note. For okay. It to be a problem or um, harmonics. Usually, you hear that. Yeah. Warbly, warbly. Yeah. It's just not something. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get extra mess in it. Um, okay. So, cause I was playing around, you mm -hmm. know, I'm playing up and down the fretboard, going like, what's all that extra thunder underneath? So just little things to be aware so of. So you have to be a, a lot more precise with your playing. It makes you be more you, precise, yeah, you think? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Cool. Just a couple of things that, yeah, you might not be aware of when you pick up so the pedal. So practice your muting. Yeah, absolutely. Don't cheat. Use <laughs> your fingers. <laughs> so, all right. So let's, so anything else about the Octobase? No, man. By I EBS? I think we covered it. Swiss, like Swiss made, right? I mean, it's. Yeah. Great stuff. Pretty gnarly. Killer. All right. All right. So now, hey, I'm going to give you the controls. All right. Right on. So we'll trade. We'll do this. Uh, yeah. You can just, I don't know. Yeah. There we go. All right. The bass goes to sleep. <laughs> All right. Let me unmute. All right. So playing through... Well, I am playing through an Aguilar GS112 and a GK MB800 head. Um, and I'm playing my late 60s P bass. Uh, that's kind of a mishmash, but it's the home run P bass. Yeah, man. So, nice. Pretty, pretty nice. So, um, so, yeah, I'll just, we'll stick in G. Well, Yeah. 
sharp. Yeah, I hear that. It starts getting a little F, E. A little warbly. So it gets... So but they're just totally... down to G. Yeah, get down to G. A flat's a little... It's a little bit. Only if you have to hold the note, you know? If you yeah. play a ballad and you need to hold that note, then maybe, I don't know. Yeah. With the music, but just for bouncing off of it, playing through a line, it's be fine. Was cool. the Aguilar? So, sorry, that's the Aguilar Optimizer. Um, so different controls on this. Different controls, uh, built like a brick again. Yeah, you know, they make, they make great pedals. So Aguilar Optimizer has, um, we can kind of show them. Here, you can tell them what, uh, what, the, uh, what it has. So you have <laughs> a, an octave level and you have a clean tone level. So the clean tone is just again your signal coming from your bass just unaffected, your bass flat, uh -huh. and then the or octave, of course, is the is the addition of the octave. So how loud that's going to be, that's what those two levels are. And then you have these uh, an octave filter, which I think is a sweep, probably. I from, think it's tone. Yeah, right. It's a tone similar to the I would guess similar to the EBS mm -hmm. lows to high, probably high. The switch. Lows. So yeah. instead of a switch, it's uh yeah. It's a it's a rope. What do you call that? A sweep. A sweep, yeah. From the frequencies from low to high in your in your octave, that you so you affect that separately with that, and then the clean tone is the same kind of thing. I think it's a cool. So I think it's left side is octave, right side is clean. Yeah. Right. And that's it. Cool. Pretty um. Yeah. But it's a lot of control over your signal. So that's everything. Twelve o'clock. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna turn back the level a little bit and boost the octave level and then let's start with the filter flat filter all way, flat all the way left all okay the way off or I'm not sure what all the way off is let's play a little bit let's all see right. where it goes that's all the way up mid-range yeah mid-range almost right yeah Yeah, I'm gonna leave the tone all the way left and bring in the octave. 
Man, that thing tracks yeah, stupid. Sound tracks great. Plus, you know, this is a, I know this is a um, analog pedal and analog. Yes. And, and it's, I like the tone. I, it feels, feels warmer and, I don't know, more analog-y to me. I like it. So that's Aguilar Optimizer. Very cool. And then dry. Cool. All right. All right. Next up, yo. So nice. All right. Um, let's try. Let's try your bass octave. Yeah. Delight. Nice. So before that, hold on a second. And the audience will gladly hear us. We should all also mention. I think yeah, do they, it. they say you want to bring, you want to put your octave pedal first in your chain. Okay. Um, I had, I had, I was using it the other night at a rehearsal. I had a chorus pedal in front of it. Oh. And there were all these bleeps and squawks. Sounded like I literally like R two R two D two moving through the system, and it was just a matter of switching the pedal around. So. Kind of needs to come cool early on in your pedal okay. chain. Probably, probably to first get up the best signal to it. <laughs> because right, right because exactly. That's further it. down the line, you start kind of I don't know sure. losing losing some signal that's in it. the chain. So that's it. Um, all right, so um, yeah, you can go ahead and plug in there. You've got juice. So we're running on. Um, we're using the one spot. Um, just to make sure that we have power. So a little nine bolt one spot, which is like a generic uh, thing. So that's what we're using for all the pedals, just to make sure that we have uh, the yeah. best power. Yeah, they're all in the same juice. Nobody has a weak battery. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So MXR Bass Octave Deluxe. Um, this has been out for a little while, yeah, I think. Yeah, it has. I think it's been out for a bit. Mm -hmm. um, again, and this one feels smaller footprint wise. Which is nice. I mean, depending on your pedal, but it feels smaller footprint-wise. Yeah. 
Um, again, cool, kind of like the um, vintage Fender <laughs> knobs almost, like That's that. That's true, yeah, like in the jazz bass. Kind of looks cool, and, um, you know, good paddle. All of these have, like, really cool, like, you know, substantial. I'm just kind of talking yeah. about the construction, just sure. to see. Durability. Yeah, durability. So, and then when did you get this one? I just got that, like, two, two weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. It's your new toy, man. It's my new toy. All right, cool. Um, so what do you think? Go ahead and you want to play flat, and then I'll just, um, I'll start with everything 12 o'clock, mid-pop. So far, yeah. As far as hanging on a note, if you need to, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I really just, need that sound. <laughs> we're just having a competition for ourselves. That's it. It's not even a competition. So, <laughs> but that's kind of cool. All right. Um, so again, these uh, basically you have from left to right, you have a growl button, a dry, and a girth. So, uh, and then a mid-range little switch, little. Uh, yeah. Button. So what um, what do the controls do? Growl is a actually is a mid-range sweep. Okay. You know, so you can add add mid-range. Okay, cool. So that's so you wanna. Yeah. So yeah, girth the girth knob it just says uh, controls volume of deep and smooth sub octave. Hmm. So it's a sweep, you know. Bring okay. That in as you as you like. Cool. So let's do um, let's hear dry. Oh. Okay. So to the right. That's octave. Yeah. The dry is your. Is just the instrument. So if you turn off, so dry is just the instrument. Yeah. So if you turn off the growl and the girth, I think you you get just the bass. Ah. Not with the dry. Dry. So the dry knob mm -hmm. it controls bass the bass signal. Button. Okay. So that's okay. So that's what I want to know. Okay. So dry all the way to the right. Dry is just regular bass signal. Yeah. Okay. Then these two are. Other uh, the... two bass controls, yeah. octave controls, exactly. I did not understand. I should have told you. No, that. no, it's okay. I thought dry was a sweet, like to the left was dry, to the right was wet. But no, okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. So the dry knob is literally just your dry signal. Yeah. 
That's cool. And then growl. That's synthy. Yeah. That's cool though. So that's the growl. It just has a cool thing. Okay, and then girth. But that's no no clean signal, no dry. That's yeah, exactly. So it's just octave. What you're hearing there is just the octave sound. Very robotic. Alright. So that was growl. How about girth? Only girth, huh? So girth gets a little bit more into the analog. To me, to my ears. Uh-huh. What do you think? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think the so. Analog sub-octave. So analog sub-octave. So mixing them. <laughs> so that's both. And then mixing in some dry. just that the mid button is this tiny little thing you have to bend down and press with your finger. Okay. It'd be nice if it, you could hit it with your foot, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I guess... If leave you, it on all the time. You could leave it on all the time <laughs> if you know that that's what you, you want. Yeah, but it, yeah. it just seems like it would be nice to... To be able to just boop. Yeah, yeah. and then there's actually a switch inside it, the dip switch or okay. the dip switch. There's yeah. a tiny switch inside mm -hmm. that you can change the... Back. Yeah, you got to take the back off. Okay. Change the mid-range frequency. Nice. Yeah. That is very cool. It is cool. Huh. What are the mid-range for you? Let's see. Yeah, let's see. So to the left, so growl, girth, or octaves, and then dry is your literal dry signal. Cool. Let's see. You get 850 hertz or 400 hertz. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Where is it? Do you know where it's set right off just default? Um, Who knows? I just wondering. Don't know. We can, uh, we can Google it. Yeah, or people or, can you know, people I, can Google it. I could take the back off. Or we can take the look. back off. Exactly. So cool. Yeah, you want to play a little bit more now that I know what the controls do. <laughs> Sounds great when you're sitting in your room, of yeah. course. Huge. But uh, it's gotta cut through the mix. Cool. And this and you wanna you can feel it a little better. Yeah. Like that. And I really like I like the mid-range boost. Sounds great. Leave it on all the time, man. That's that's without it.
covered the territory. Yeah. And sorry, I did not know what the heck the knobs did at first. I was like, ah, so cool. I like it. Two separate octave uh, controls. All right. Uh, I'm thinking that's uh, mm-hmm. the best so far on the low, Hit, low notes. Range, yeah, yeah definitely. Reading the, I think so. Yeah, the low, low frequencies. All right. So now we've got the. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh it's all right. Yikes. You can actually lower uh, or unplug the unplug that plug. Yeah, just take out the plug. Take it out. Yeah. Don't make noise. There you go. That's fine. All right. We have too many, too many cables, man. Too many cables. Yeah. Okay. So now yeah. we are dealing with the octave octaver cool. by um, Three Leaf Audio. So I just gotta make sure that I remember what all the knobs do, because this one is a little bit more involved. So we'll hold it kind of like this, so the audience can hear it. <laughs> or see it. So, all right. So, um, yeah, dry. And so this has two two foot switches, um, and they're kind of the nice, like, soft switches, oh, yeah. which is yeah. really cool. They're nice and silent. Um, and from left to right, you have your volume, mix, tone, and your sub-volume. So, um, Basically, when you engage it, you're one of basically the switch on the left will engage. So it's kind of synthy, but yeah, but it's got some, it's just got some distortion. It's got some distortion. Nice. So the deal is, is the tone to the left. is like a boss OC2. Old school. Okay. Yeah. It's very warm. Yeah, so then now go the other side. All the way. Yeah. Kind of octave with some distortion. Yeah. So do you have control? Let's see. OC2 side. Um, so you have your volume. Basically, that's your, your clean signal. Your clean signal. Actually, it's your octave. My bad. Octave signal. Mix will be dry or all octave. So all all the way to the left is going to be just bass, oh, just your it. dry signal. Yeah. Then to the right is going to be your... Just the bass. Exactly. Okay. So Tim LaFay and his craziness and his awesomeness because he's, you know, you know, he's just one of those guys. Great player. Obviously like one of those, you know, tweaks with things. Yeah, real creative. Real creative. His thing with the octave pedal, he would have to reach down to actually just get the octave tone to turn the switch, right? Because okay. you would have to turn the switch. Well, hit the button on the right. The button on the right solos the octave signal. Wow. 
Okay. So instead, you don't have to bend over and turn the knob, right. your mix knob. So that's just the octave. Wow. So if you want crazy. So he, you know, Tim LaFay and all his greatness was working with Spencer Doran because he wanted this, he wanted to be able to solo the sub by itself without going down yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and reaching course. to the knob. So it's different, right? Well, yeah, but, but there's more than that because he's got that other effect added to it, which is Absolutely. kind of what he does. You know, he blends stuff and does really crazy yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. I was watching a video with him online where... He was talking about how he was going through pedals kind of quickly because I can't remember which pedal it was, but he would literally hit the pedal repeatedly, so it was on oh. and off, on and off while he was playing to oh get this God. effect, to get this sound. He was like, "It's really cool, but I'm going through a lot of pedals." That's so funny, so, just because of the switch. Was, yeah, but that's yeah. how he thinks. You know, it's like, "What can I do with these pedals to get something nobody's done?" just really gonna freak you out yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty cool i it's love a, this man i love you, this <laughs> i want one you yeah you didn't it's pretty rad right so, and you what's the sub volume oh the sub volume we didn't even talk about it so that is so let me turn the sub yeah back on. yep Thank you. 
That's what I love. I, I really like it. And then you can go traditional OC2, like, like the OC2. Especially on bass, really it's, makes it sit in the mix. And in live, you could use that. Yeah. Well, borrow it. Yeah, I will. Borrow I'm it, man. Taking it home. Yeah, take it home, borrow it. But it really, um, it, it, it's a lot of, it has a lot of stuff. This little pedal has a lot of features. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why, yeah, I, at first I was like, wait, it was, I was having a hard time explaining it. It's more like, okay, let's just play it. And, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty badass, huh? Right. Totally dig it. Yeah, really, really nice. It's a, it's a good one. It's a little more versatile, and in, in the, you know, you get that. If you yeah. like that extra. Yeah, you want to play? Fuzziness. Here, we'll have Doug play it a little bit. So on let's the P, on the mighty P on the mighty P bass. So here's bypassed. So that's bypassed, and then. So that is the tone, OC two vibe. So you have your sub volume too. I think. Oh, you know what? Sub volume only works with the sub with on. the sub on. So there we go. So that's and then turning the tone knob higher gives it that that and you're right, tone like compressed distortion sound, right? And it bends! Like right? Here's here it is solo. I think I think Doug likes his pedal. <laughs> so that's a sub by itself. And then there's bypass. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a cool effect. But it's a cool effect too. And and again, I think that um, that goes hand in hand with. The Tim LaFay vibe. Totally. Yeah. Where he's very into. Yeah, do stuff that's weird. Yeah. Do doing stuff that people don't do because it's funky and. Yeah. Doing some some crazy stuff. So, um, so cool. So we had some pretty rad pedals, right? Yeah. Yeah. So three leaf audio octaver, octave, octavrava, whatever, octave, octave pedal, um, the Aguilar optimizer. Little red brick. Nice pedal. Yeah, I mean these, these are all we're. This is us being geeks and freaking nitpicking. Absolutely. Just oh, nerding out. So great pedals. They're all great. Yeah. Um, EBS, mm -hmm. Octabase, uh, and then the MXR, Bass Octave Deluxe. Um, so I just thought, okay, we're gonna do a little uh, a little bass geek. Is that what we've decided this is? Bass geeks. Yeah, we're bass. Geeks. We're bass geeks. geeks. Yeah, we're whatever. Um, so we're putting it to a vote. Um, or let's just say, what's your favorite pedal out of all these four, dude? What's the what? What's the one that you would take? What's your which one? It's it's just, you know it's really tough. I, I I'm really happy with the MXR, but I love this uh, 3D audio thing because of the extra little oomph that you get. 
It's just... <laughs> I take this pedal, man. I, I, can, I, I love that we captured... Because you'd never played this, so yeah, man, you're like awesome. tweaking, you're like, whoa, like it just lit up, so it's pretty yeah, rad. Yeah. Okay. No, I would take that one home in a heartbeat, the, the 3D body. Okay, there. so so the bass, the, the bass hang, bass geek, sh uh, you know, octave bass shootout, which it really wasn't, but just for, just for giggles, Doug picks the octave, the three-leaf octave, um, and I, um, I must also go with the three-leaf octave. Yeah. I, I just... It just seems versatile. It's not now. It doesn't track as well as some of these. Yeah. But it has that. It just has this versatility. Yeah. So I think taking that into consideration, um, three leaf audio octave. I think it wins. But you know, in, <laughs> in the real world, you know, hey, why would be stuck with one? We what? can have a couple of them, right? Exactly. All right. So this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off a little bit. We're going to change it up a little bit. Um, this guy, Chase Dawes, contacted me. He does Dawes audio pedals. And um, he sent me this pedal. And it's a preamp pedal. And it's based off of a Music Man Stingray preamp. And it's based off of the older Music Man Stingray preamp, the two-band, which is from the 70s, I believe. Yeah, again, I, I'm not the best with uh, Music Man dates, but yes, the early ones, which I will show you, our good friend Howard Olliate from Olliate Instruments. We, and we don't have to plug it in, I want you to play the P-Bass. But it's based off of this. So this Blackfoot, Blackfoot by Dawes Audio, D-A-W-E-S. Um, it's a little preamp pedal, and again, modeled after the two-band original Stingray preamp. So I kind of messed with it yesterday, but I'm very curious to have Doug playing while I kind of tweak. And I actually just heard from Chase, and he told me a little bit about the knobs and the controls and what they do. It's very interesting. So on the inside, he's a very smart guy. He thought of some cool stuff. On the inside, you can choose it. You can choose, sorry, for the little switch here to either be a bypass so that you get clean signal or affected signal or you can choose it to mute so if you are using it as a true preamp and are going to like a front of house or sending the signal to you know a DI or using it as a preamp and you just want to mute you can actually choose so when you hit it or when you you know turn off it actually mutes the signal from the output which is kind of cool um, the other thing it has on the inside it has a gain trim pot so you can raise and lower the gain um, the other, so, so the other thing, there's switches, there's a bright switch, left and right, there is an active passive, so probably a, uh, a pad, so to the left is active, to the right is passive, so we'll leave it passive since we're playing a P bass, um, and then you have a volume, a gain, which self-explanatory, but then here's your bass and treble, so this bass and this treble control are supposedly modeled after a Stingray, uh, Music Man Stingray preamp. So, okay, excuse my ignorance. No, no. If you're in passive mode, is the gain going to do anything? Yeah, I think it's lower gain or higher gain. Okay. So, depend. It has a probably a cut. So, if you're playing a bass that has really high output, to go to uh, active. Okay. Uh, that's what that is. Okay. That's what that's. Yeah, for. yeah. No, that makes sense. So, um, so yeah. So let's just play. I think I think we're on right. So bypass. So. Thank you. 
So the original Music Man Stingray preamps were boost only. So that's why I have the bass and the treble all the way down because they are boost only. So this is right. Little little bit of gain, but that's for my volume. And then I have gain. So it's active. So passive has a little bit, a little bit hotter, right? So there's bypass, pedal off, pedal on with the bass and treble all the way down. So now there's the bass control turned up a little bit. It's beefy. And then the treble. Higher and it, it was just too hot. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
bypass. So it does give, I think it can give you a boost. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, Dawes Audio, Chase Dawes does these. So um, yeah, I'll be doing a little thorough, more thorough thing, but since we're talking pedals. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, that was episode one of uh, the Bass Hangs podcast uh, called The Bass Geeks. Yeah. Or, I don't know, Bass Geek Guys, dudes that like gear and things related to bass and recording and gear. <laughs> so, I should cover it. Yeah, I should cover it. So please, um, if you have any questions, email steve at thebasshang.com. You can email Doug at thebasshang.com. I think that's yours, right? Yeah, yours. Um, I will receive it. Yeah, and um, if, please go to thebasshang.com, that webpage. Um, the, there's a ton of videos yeah. <laughs> up there, a ton of videos on the YouTube channel. Um, there's also... Dude, I find myself going there and looking at some of the... I went and looked at the Octavers, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, this, yeah, there's good stuff here. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's very cool. Um, and, and, and subscribe to the podcast because I think I'm going to... I'm going to be doing a lot more of these. They're super fun. Uh, it's on iTunes now. It's on Stitcher Radio. Oh, so great. So it's pretty cool. So you subscribe. Rock, hey, man. No, thank you. You rock. But this is going to be a regular feature. So be ready for just gear geeking out. And, um, and, and basically, I... Oh, I also... A company I forgot. Apogee. 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 Apogee Electronics. Apogee Recording Gear. They have helped me out tremendously. I think you're using the little mic right now yeah. to do some stuff. The mic 96K. Um, the Duet is basically my go-to interface. Um, Apogee, I'm sorry. That's another one of the companies yeah. I need to give shouts out to. So, again, A Designs, Nordstrand, DR Strings, Form Factor, Marco Bases, and A Designs. Um, <laughs> and Apogee. A Designs twice? Yeah. Peter Montesi, yeah. Um, and, and Apogee. So, um Please look all those companies up. They're great. They are super accessible, and um, you know they're they're just awesome companies. You yep. can just email them and yep. uh, reach them. But yeah, uh, basehang.com. Uh, email us and subscribe to the podcast. Um, so this is Base Geeks episode one, octave pedals, and the um, the winner was man the Three Leaf Audio octave <laughs> octave pedal by Three Leaf Audio. Really? Got anything to say there, Doug? No, man. I'm good. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.